we took a big juicy butt and he put it right in his mouth. Never was the same. Welcome back to the PlayStation VR Podcast. I am Brian Garthoff. You are Mike Burdett. I'm here. I'm Mike Burdett. And we're here to talk to you about PlayStation VR, all the latest happenings. It's been very exciting. Yeah. I'm an excited man. I am sexually aroused. Good to hear. (laughs) (laughs) We just literally got um, done playing Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. We finished it. We We set the headset down and turned this microphone on. Exactly. Literally just finished it. Um, So we'll be in here today on the PlayStation VR podcast giving a review of that. Also talking a little bit more about what's going on downtown and uptown. In the world of and I mean, we did technically give our full review of the uh, Call of Duty VR experience. Yeah, that too. Because we both com- completed that in its entirety. Well, let's jimmy this on in. And first things first, I'll pick up right where you left off. A few new things hit the PlayStation Store this week, some of which were welcomed additions. Call of Duty Jackal Assault, which was the VR experience that is shipping with uh, Infinite Warfare is free to all PSVR owners or yeah. all PlayStation players. Don't I have to buy say. the game. Don't have to have anything else because you download it and you don't have Call of Duty. It's just a completely free add-on experience for anyone who has VR. Yeah. Kind of cool. And it was a little demo. It was really short. but um, Yeah, it was probably about, what, three or five minutes, I'd say. Yeah, and, and it's um, semi-reminiscent of you know EVE, but not quite as good as EVE, I would say. As someone who's played a bit of Eve, it does really feel like something that they were like, "Hey, you know, you should do something, maybe a VR, like, do you want to do a VR experience?" And they kind of said, "Yeah, we'll put a few people on that." Yeah, and then they put it together. It was well done, and and very, I thought it was very cool for the couple of minutes it was, but it was very much just kind of a a taste of what they could do in the future, I feel like. I I feel the same way. I would hope that this continues in the future and that next year's Call of Duty maybe contains a little something more substantial um, if they're going to go down this route. I kind of feel like that was the purpose of it almost. At least that's what I took away from it. It was kind of like a, hey, we know you're there, VR fans and VR users. Mm -hmm. We know what we're doing. We can do something like that if we want, but... Because it's so new and in these early stages, and they were kind of probably so far along in development once VR became substantialized, that it was probably something they were like threw some people on or like, hey, hey make something that'll entertain. And it was like I said, it was pretty entertaining. It worked well, functional functionality wise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and I think it is come serves as kind of like a we know you're there, and we could possibly move forward with some bigger and better projects in the future. Yeah, and I'm glad. Uh Activision was smart enough to give uh, this little bit away because it, it, it would be stupid to charge for it and stupid to yeah. wall it off right. to just people who bought the new Call of Duty. And I think there's something to be said about this. I mean, this is ostensibly sales wise, even the biggest franchise out there, pretty much for the most part. And so to take that step and, and cater to a VR experience. That's right now only on PlayStation. I think it speaks volumes that they are, you know, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's really encouraging for someone who owns a VR headset. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, that was not the only thing to hit the PlayStation store this week. Super Hypercube got a demo. That's a brief demo, but we each got to check it out. I thought it was okay. I, I think that game is just not quite up my alley, so to speak. And... 
playing the demo kind of reassured that. And I will say, actually, like, for my perspective, I think I liked it even a little more than you did. I thought it was different enough that I kind of got hooked. Like, when I was done with it, I immediately was like, why well, I wish there was more of this. Okay. Just, I really like that idea. I think it kind of really puts you in the aspect of appreciating what VR is, where you actually kind of lean out and look around and you're kind of, you know, getting an angle from many different positions and seeing where it is. I do agree with you. This. It's not, like, super innovative, but I also think it was also something that I was... It was when I was done. I was like, oh, man, I wish, I wish there was more of this. So, you know, once again, depending on the price of what it was, it would be something I would be hit or miss on. Another uh, few things coming to the PlayStation Store this week that are exciting and and one that's kind of caught my interest that came to the store last week tethered which is sort of a top-down god game i will credit one of our our twitter buddies pope at lol i can't get that down so i'm gonna call him pope how's that pope uh, big daddy pope big, big daddy p big popa how's about that big popa told me tethered by secret sorcery looks interesting when I asked him which games he's most excited about. And I've checked it out, and it looks cool. It looks like a top-down god game. So I am moderately interested in, in checking that out. But Robinson the Journey arrives this Tuesday. And there has been a full playthrough put on YouTube. I haven't checked it out. I just looked to see how long the game might be. And I can't speak to, you know, how long the game actually is, but the full playthrough that was posted on YouTube was seven hours. That's not bad at all, yeah. That's not bad at all. It's going to be, I believe, a $40 game is what Target and a couple other retailers online have listed it as. Yeah, Robinson the Journey, though, easily one of the biggest titles that for the rest of the year that has been unreleased. Uh, it's cool that that's coming out. I hope it does really well. I hope I'm inspired enough to play it. Because I have my eye on that game. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we've checked out a little bit of PSVR's subreddit and seen uh, a cool little video of a guy playing Rockabye Baby on the Arkham VR piano that you start off with. Yeah, that's pretty bananas. Yeah, uh, something I would have never thought to have done while I was playing that game. And I'm not mu- musically inclined, so that's not maybe saying a whole lot. It's cool. It's just cool to see someone taking that tact and finding enough accuracy to be able to play a full song or, you know, a partial song maybe in VR. I thought it was cool. It it sort of demonstrates what I think is neat about the technology. You and I would probably never play. I mean, we might like hit notes Mm -hmm. on it. But then like it's like, well, these are actual notes and these are actual keys and Mm -hmm. these are actual... Like, this is actual music you can play, obviously, as exampled by that video. Pretty great. Yeah. Just cool to see, really. Yes, absolutely. More so than anything. Mm-hmm. In other news, I've seen Sega has hinted at VR game. Quote, VR has caught the whole company's attention. They have a lot of VR kits in the office, and people are playing with it, exploring ways to release games. We've not announced anything, but we're very close to making an announcement. So that is very exciting. The possibility of them releasing Alien Isolation in VR is there. They did Alien Isolation uh, on Oculus Rift for a demo. About three years ago, according to the IGN UK article, 
Um, so I think that it makes you know, sense. It, it's it's good to hear another uh, big game possibly kind of- releasing a title that I mean, even even though it's a, a few years old now. One of our buddies, Mazbags, is just now playing it and, and singing its praises on the other and podcast. And that's kind of where I was at with, like, the Call of Duty releasing a small bit. It's kind of, to me, those are kind of six in one hand, half dozen in the other. A company releasing a an older release that's pretty popular in full in VR, I feel like it's kind of on the same level as one of your huge franchises putting a piece of VR in it. I think it's just continually showing that these companies are aware and super excited, and in some cases super excited about it. I think it's, it could be as easy as something being like, who, who thinks of, who thinks they have a good idea for a VR program or a VR experience and going from there. I mean, there's a player base that's excited for it, and maybe it's there's got to be some people waiting to who want to capitalize on this new market. In other news, we just completed Until Dawn Rush of Blood. It was a fun game. It was way better than I expected. Yeah. In the Games Gonna Ride podcast a few weeks ago, actually a while ago, an E3 prediction was that uh, Until Dawn will be more than an on-rail shooter, or Until Dawn Rush of Blood, excuse me, will be more than an on-rail shooter. It wasn't, but in many ways it was, because normally I would think an on-rail shooter... A game I'm not interested in playing, and VR completely flips the script. I loved it, and I would totally play more on rail shooters if they were as good, if not better, you know, than Until Dawn Rush of Blood. Yeah, I think $20 is perfect price point for a game like that. Sure, and I thought I got my entertainment out of it uh, a little bit up and down, but I thought we could do a review of. Until Dawn Rush. Sure. Yeah. While we're at it. Because um, um, even when we weren't playing it, we were watching each other play it on yeah. the big screen. So. Yeah, what did you think of Until Dawn Rush? Uh, liked it a lot. Yeah. A lot. Pretty. I was like, oh, that was pretty fun when I played the uh, demo of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was so much more once you got to it. It incorporated a lot of elements of traditional boss fighting in a way that was really clever, I thought. Um, and it wasn't just simplistic and and throwaway. Like, we had struggles several times playing a normal difficulty through it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I think, kind of cool because you kind of go into it expecting, like, point at it, shoot it, uh, move on, here we go. But it was a lot more than that. And if you wanted, to, if we were giving it, like, a grade scale, I would say B+. Okay, yeah. I, I, think, uh, I think the game itself, it takes you through seven levels, and it takes about two hours to complete. Uh, unfortunately, it revisits like a, a couple same environments a few times. I thought they could do with a little more variation. You, not only are you looking at these environments through this game, but if you played the Until Dawn on PlayStation 4, you've seen the Cabin in the Woods type snowy mountain stuff. Yeah. So it's cool to see that here, but at the same time... You know, they, they have, like, an asylum-like level, and I, I think the actual world itself could have been more of a, a thrill ride, like, if you're going to sell me on this being a crazy ride. Take me to some more places, but, uh, you know, other other than that, I think 
variety aside, it, it was a real fun game, a real experience I would like to have again, in fact. It doesn't really have much of a coherent narrative. No, they kind of tack one on. Yeah, it's a little bit stringy, and I, I wish it... I wish it had something more to it that made it feel like an important addition to the first game. Or something that, like, just felt important to the franchise, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it does feel like a little sideshow. Right, um, absolutely. That they've done for it. But, $20 game, I'm not going to complain about narrative and all that. Uh, I think, yeah, I'd give it a B. It's something I did not expect to enjoy at all. And something that, you know, we played the entire thing through with the move controllers. I thought it utilized everything really well. Like, the feeling of going down a hill and, you know, sort of like a roller coaster. No matter how much I anticipate it, I still get that weird balance and equilibrium feeling. Uh, I, you know, I, I couldn't get over the novelty of just being on this, like, horror, this scare ride, this haunted hay ride. I appreciate Until Dawn Rush of Blood for what it is. It's a lot less scary than the Here They Lie demo that I played. It was easier to play in that regard. But Although I did totally jump several times. Yeah, there are a few jumps here and there. Um, but it's good. I liked it overall. I would recommend anyone try that. Uh, as far as the light gun thing. My girlfriend played the first level. She was freaking out while she was playing it. And shooting in all directions, put waving our arms around in crazy flailing motions. So it was entertaining to watch that too. Uh, but yeah, until Dawn Rush of Blood, I would recommend I give it a B, give it a B plus. So that is that. In the meantime, we have got a little bit of feedback. That's not all, but the one of the feeds back was an email from. J Dragon 3. He says, I was wondering if you guys played a multiplayer game like Riggs or Eve with friends. If so, matchmaking is easy. Do you want to talk to each other while playing? Want to play with me? Thanks for the show. And he added his PSN game. And I'm going to add him on here, J Dragon. His PSN is Blazini420. That's B L A Z I N I. 420. He says he also plays Rocket League and Tricky Tower. I started a PSVR podcast community on PlayStation, and I would like to invite anyone listening. Um, I'm trying to get into EVE. J-Dragon, I haven't really uh, got hooked yet, and I do not have rigs, but I would like to establish a common ground for anyone who's listening, wants to play games with each other. Feel free to join the PSVR community on PlayStation Network. It is the PSVR podcast. And uh, invite your friends, invite your dad, invite your mom, invite your entire family, is what I'm saying. Invite that cute cousin of yours that keeps coming around. Exactly. And thank you for the feedback, Mr. J Dragon. He says, Thanks for the show, always a great listener. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm glad you're uh, enjoying. Yes, indeed. And speaking of other feedback, we got some on Reddit. It's Alexis, or Alex is Kirky, or Alec- Alexi, Skirk. It's one combination of those. He says, hello, I've subscribed and listened to all the episodes. Very enjoyable. Myself, I'm a noob 
podcaster I'm looking forward to next app. Happy to hear that you've enjoyed all our podcasts, Mr. Alex slash Alexi slash Alexis. Or Mrs. If it's Alexis. That's a unisex name. Yeah. And so is Alex. Yeah, actually, yeah. Any Whoever you are. Man, yeah. woman. Let us know. Some sort of robot forge. It could be Alexis K or K. Alexis K? Alexis K or K. Alright, I like all of it. Whatever um, I, I hope their name is really crazy. Or Alex is Kirk. E. That's even better. I like that. Alex is Kirk. E. We appreciate your feedback. And, uh... Join the community. Enjoy talking nonsense from a couple of goofballs on the internet. A couple of bad guys. In addition to that, another bit of feedback we got was on iTunes. This one from Entity, or Entity. I don't know which it is. The title, a little odd. A PSVR podcast, but they don't own many games. And Titty, I will have you know, you're right. I don't own many games. But we're not a full video game website, so we do not get sent free games all that often or at all. But there are also not a super large amount of PlayStation VR games out yet. And I am full-time work in school. That all ends in four days, so... Four days after this releases, I will be a free man with much more time to play video games. So, rest assured, this is new technology here. We played a lot of demos, enjoyed ourselves with PlayStation VR. Hold your breath and titty. Hold everything you got. Because it sounds like you got something good. And thank you for your deepest compliments and praises. Uh, I always enjoy hearing the immense respect that you give us your two out of five star review. In other news, we have a topic this week. We went a little out of order. Feedback before topic, it's okay. There's no method to the madness. We can do this. It's best to do feedback while I still have some sobriety in me, so that makes sense. This week, we're going to talk about the best reasons to own PlayStation VR. Now, Mike, you don't own a PSVR. That's correct. I do own a PSVR. That's also correct. But you over here every I mean, I've probably played more PSVR than 75% of PS4 owners, so... I feel like we can dabble on this here. Uh, I'd say some of the best reasons to own PSVR are as follows. You get in on the ground floor of a lot of what's new and exciting in the games industry. Um, Not only that, you get to experience... The future of entertainment, really. 3D video and apps, it's all coming. Maybe it's not going to stick forever, but it's all here. And a lot of it is cool. Very cool, in fact. I wish that would just show up, or I'm sorry, Netflix VR would show up, YouTube VR would show up on PlayStation. I think it's only a matter of time before we get both of those, because those... Those companies are pretty quick. Yeah, basically you are not going to find a more burgeoning technology than virtual reality. PlayStation is easily the most recognizable brand offering virtual reality. Maybe Samsung, their phones weren't blowing up, 247. But, you know, we're here... You know that and their washing machines and dryers and seemingly every product they put out now. Anyway, that's a whole different topic. 
Uh, but yeah, I think uh, one of the best reasons on PlayStation VR is you get in on the cutting edge. And for some people, that may not be a big deal. And for others, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it's pretty cool seeing this stuff. Right, absolutely. Um, another reason I would say it is great to own a PlayStation VR is because you get to see uh, some of your favorite titles adapted in a whole new way. We just played Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, which it wasn't that much at all like the original Until Dawn. If there weren't for some vaguely similar like environments and enemy types, it basically doesn't even need to share the namesake. Same with Call of Duty Jackal Assault. But in other ways, um, you are going to be experiencing a lot of things that are from titles that have adapted towards this. I know there's a Tomb Raider, sort of like Gone Home Adventure. I haven't got to play that yet. Uh, Eve Valkyries, you know, would take off Eve Online, so it's a little bit offshoot, but Res Infinite, and there's more coming, quite frankly. You know, with PlayStation VR, you're getting in at probably the rock-bottom price. It's the most popular console and the most established community. As far as I'd say VR goes, you're probably going to have an easier time finding online games with people on PlayStation VR than you are maybe on the Vive or the Oculus Rift. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of anecdotally speaking. But uh, other good reasons to own PlayStation VR, from your experience... My big thing is um, giving you a different way to play games. And this is coming from someone who is not really in that camp. But I've heard a lot of people talk about it, especially people that are kind of prominent in the gaming and review community, saying, like, when are we going to find another way to play games? Because we've been doing this kind of the same way, you know, since we introduced the joystick. It's kind of... That was the kind of the last, like, really big introduction in terms of how things change. We had motion gaming a little bit with the Wii, um, but that seems to have come and gone to a degree Mm -hmm. but this gives you another way to experience all kinds of different games whether it be you know horror games or um kind of a a a more light-hearted experience like the job simulator or a more immersive experience kind of like with thumper where you're so like when i played thumper i was in it Mm-hmm. Even just that, like, I was, I didn't realize, you know, I wasn't paying attention to the noises around me. I wasn't paying attention to the the environment anywhere other than what was going on in my headset. Whereas, like, when we played Rush of Blood, we were a little bit chatting with each other. Mm-hmm. Watch out on your left. Hey, do this. Hey, watch out. And you're kind of seeing it from a different eye. Whereas Thumper, I think, is a little more immersive. Um, and then Job Simulator is a little more lighthearted, like I mentioned. Um, so I think it gives people a different way to play if they're not 100% satisfied with what's going on with the gaming community now. Mm-hmm. Or even if they are super satisfied and they just want to have a different experience. Um, so I think that's one of the great reasons to own VR. And I think also for PSVR specifically, it's a pretty cost-effective way to enjoy a, root, a new medium of media. Mm-hmm. Um, especially compared to the Oculus and the uh, Vive. It's a pretty inexpensive comparatively. Um, and it works really, really well, and it's easy to use. It's something that we actually have a little conversation about it earlier tonight, but after now using it four or five times, it seems old hat to me. I can put it on, adjust it to where I need it, adjust all the goggles to where I'm at, and then pick up the controllers, and I'm moving along. Mm-hmm. And so, especially for someone that owns it, 
it becomes an even easier experience um, and you're able to manipulate it and, and put it on and go forward and, and know what you're doing even quicker than that. So I think it's it's another cool like uh, another cool way to experience media from all aspects in that medium, not just gaming, but in terms of like we said, what could be coming up with watching YouTube videos, sports casts, possibly concerts, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's that's the other big one. It's just like if you're looking for more, it give it absolutely gives you more. And so. that was actually my next point is that it is a supplemental form of video games. It is not. Uh, something that takes away in any aspect from no. what I think gaming is, and it j- is purely additive to where I even enjoy the fact that most VR games are on the shorter length side mm-hmm. versus standard console fare because I don't feel like I have a tremendous backlog. I feel like I can check out whatever VR title I'd like to without, you know, worrying about, oh, I have this to catch up on and this to catch up on. Also, I think there's some quality of life stuff that comes into play with certain types of genres. Uh, The walking simulator, mainly, I could never really get into them on basic consoles. And it's not like the games are bad. I played Gone Home, I liked it a lot. But when I look at Robinson, I, I see... A game where it's like these games are trying to put you in a world, mm-hmm. and VR will actually do it. Yeah, absolutely. So th- they immediately open up a genre of gaming to me that I have been a little bit standoffish with. Uh, and in many regards, same thing with survival horror. I think you want to make a scary game and you want people to feel tension from an environment placing them in environment a great way to accomplish that compared to the current alternative so i think well, this is something no matter and this is just coming from a experiencing vr aspect period mm-hmm. we something we've never had on a retail level in your household until now and it's kind of been a pipe dream and even like a kind of a joke in like science fiction, seeing this the virtual reality world, and, and now it's totally real. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that's another thing. Just anyone who appreciates technology in general, it's really cool to try from that because that's where where my intrigue comes from. Is you know I, I don't own one, I don't plan on one in the near future, but it's also something that intrigues me from a, just a technical standpoint. Well, you did talk about buying one at the end of last podcast I mean I very well could I'm waiting on Switch now though it's 200 bucks 200 200 300 bucks I gotta set aside you don't know that you don't know that at all I mean if it's 400 I'll probably still buy it but I will be semi disgruntled yeah to put it shortly I think it uh, it enhances certain genres right absolutely I think it's a great enhancement on a system that is already enjoyed by Millions upon millions of people across every every continent. Yeah, and I think there there's a lot of untreaded waters. Um, I think there are so many games that would work well in VR, and I'm waiting to see the adaptation take place. Uh, this month is big because PlayStation Pro comes out. Um, any day now, it comes out on the 10th of November. So, shortly after this podcast goes up, uh, and we're already seeing games support it and get patched for it. I downloaded, actually, 
five uh, patches or four patches. So I think uh, VR will get its fair share of enhancements from that. I know games like Farpoint have been explicitly shown in that regard. Uh, but I, I think the, the ceiling is pretty high for the technology. Um, I know there's some people who doubt and maybe downplay the not importance, but the, I guess, experience of VR. Because there's really nothing that can kind of show you other than experiencing it. Well, when we looked at Rush of Blood before it came out, we didn't think it was cool. We didn't think Thumper was cool. We didn't think Super Hypercube was cool. We played all three of those today, and we think they're all cool. So... Right, absolutely. It, it's it's way different being able to put, you know, the headset on, get into that world, and really see what's special about it. Um, and I felt the same way about several other games like Tumble and Headmaster when I tried those demos. So I think uh, I think VR has got a long way to go. I think uh, anyone who gets in now is just gets the joy of seeing where it goes from start to finish and experiencing the entire history of virtual reality. But if you want to get in later, go right ahead. It, it always pays off to be patient in the long run, but I simply couldn't resist. And that, gentlemen, as they say, is that. Please stay tuned. I am going to stop living this double life of work and school. I will be opening up a lot of time to play multiple video games. So, be on the lookout for hot opinions. Aplenty. Delicious, delicious angles and wonderful freedoms. That's what I'm talking about. But we are going to get deep in the virtual reality b-hole ASAP. So, take some time. Tell us what you think at Gamerai at gmail.com and on iTunes. Join our PSVR community at the PSVR podcast on PlayStation Network and be a part of what's happening in these streets. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your wife. Don't be afraid to step into a new reality every time you gotta poop or something. Here's a couple chocolates. Put those chocolates in your pocket. Until next time.